0: Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching, tapping into our best life. Hi, I'm Mary Lou for Talk and Pray, and it took me a while to settle into myself. Do you know the feeling? Capable, ambitious, but wanting more? More impact, more success, more satisfaction? me too. I've been a mompreneur and now maturepreneur. How do you like that term? (laughs) And I have a lifetime of experience, work, family, love, and loss that combined with the truth of scripture have taught me valuable lessons. I have a passion to share that wisdom with women of faith who want more. Welcome to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. anticipation. I very nearly embarrassed myself in Sunday school this week. I was referencing joy in our current study and mentioned we'd discussed it previously in two other scripture studies. Here we go again, I said, and a song lyric came to mind, as it often does, and out it came from my mouth before I could fully stop it. Here I am again, white snake, white snake, (laughs) Here I am again on my own, going down the only road I've ever known. Where on earth in the recesses of my mind had I stored that? Thankfully, my friend Heather finished singing the rest of the chorus for me, so I didn't feel hung out on the proverbial limb. Don't leave me hanging, sis, and she didn't. (laughs) We had a good laugh about it. Memory is a funny thing. I was standing by the Christmas tree this morning, thinking of past years. I'm sure watching a Christmas carol last night had absolutely nothing to do with a trek down memory lane this morning. No ghosts of Christmas past to torment me, thank you very much. The memory that surfaced was of my mother. One year, she requested that I make her a quilt for Christmas. She wasn't one to ask for things, and if you asked her what she wanted for Christmas, she'd just say, Oh, I have everything I need. But this particular year, she had found a piece of fabric that she thought was beautiful. It had a light background with swirls of light blue vines and faint outlines of Greek-styled gazebos with large bouquets of flowers in sage greens, reds, pinks, and mauves, and yellows overlaid among the vines. It wasn't my taste, but she loved flowers. She grew all kinds of flowers and ornamentals in her yard, and I believe she loved a piece of fabric because she could enjoy the florals through the winter months when darkness and cold weather made her blue. I'm an avid quilter, or I should say an avid quilt top maker. (laughs) A quilt is made up of three layers, a top, a filling or batting, and a backing. And she wanted the fabric with the bouquets to be the top. Could I quilt it for her? I'm not looking for anything fancy, she encouraged, but I would like a thin batting because I don't want the cover to be too heavy. I checked my fabric stash and I had a small-scale sage-checked fabric that would work for the backing and I had a thin batting that would add warmth without bulk to the finished quilt. I layered and pinned the top batting and backing and set to work to finish it in time for Christmas. Quilting is a time-consuming process. When you purchase a homemade quilt, understand that it takes weeks and sometimes months to produce a finished product. A popular quilt show on public television back in the day was called Quilt in a Day, but that was more hyperbole than reality. I don't know that I've ever completed even a doll quilt in a single day, much less a queen-sized bed cover. I warned my mother that it was likely that she'd get an IOU for her Christmas gift that year. Christmas Eve arrived, and we bundled our gifts to take to Mom's house for the dinner and family gift exchange. As I walked in the door, she saw the shoebox-sized package I carried with her name on it, and crestfallen, she said. I guess I won't be getting my quilt this year. Anticipation, another of those old songs that I end up singing in my head when I hear the word— According to the Cambridge Dictionary, it means a feeling of excitement about something that's going to happen in the near future. The opposite of anticipation is disillusion or confusion or doubt. I wonder if the Hebrew people were knee-deep in the opposite of anticipation when the cross child came along. After hearing the prophecies for hundreds of years, being conquered by a succession of changing empires, and finally being under the thumb of Rome, the hope of a coming Messiah had to be cast in doubt. 400 years of silence from God, with no revelations, no new prophetic visions, nothing but the stories of the old ones and the words recorded in history, Messiah had to seem like it would never come to be. I think we feel some of that kind of frustration when we're building a business or making life changes. There is a thing out there, a promise, the hope that you'll be able to do something you love, be productive, make money for your family, and it never seems to happen quite the way you plan or you have a vision. I was driving home one night listening to a message about such a time as this and had an image fully drawn drop into my spirit about what was possible. And as time passes, the hope of that vision, the dream of it gets dulled with age. Did I really hear the words? Did I really see the possibilities? Will this ever come to fruition? It had to be the doubt that Israel felt when Jesus burst on the scene. He took great pains to reveal that he was indeed all that the prophecies foretold, but he wasn't packaged the way they expected. A military king, a conqueror, was their hope. Jesus came as an infant in the little village of Bethlehem with animals and lowly shepherds to celebrate his arrival, and his mission was to be king of a different kingdom, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. One of my favorite verses is Romans eight nineteen. It says, All creation waits in eager expectation for the sons and daughters of God to be revealed. That's anticipation. Listen to how Paul unpacks this anticipation in the New Living Translation. This is verses 19 through 25 of chapter 8 in Romans. For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who his children really are. Against its will, all creation was subjected to God's curse. But with eager hope, the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. We, too, wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as His adopted children, including the new bodies He has promised us. We were given this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. When I read that all creation waits in eager expectation, I don't think it's limited to plants and animals. I believe the people around us who have no hope are also waiting in eager expectation, anticipation for God's children to be revealed. For this reason, the way we do life and business matters for them. Our life and business become an avenue through which they can see God, the God who keeps his promises, who loves us with an everlasting love, who renews us day by day, who prepares us for that great day when we are permanently released from death and decay. We were given this hope when we were saved. All creation longs for this hope. How we package it, though, can be disappointing. Like my little mama, who saw my shoebox and lost hope that she'd receive a quilted floral bouquet for the long winter months, people see us do life and business the way the world does, characterized by fear, fear of aging or sickness or suffering or poverty or lack or being left out or not being popular or fear of what people think or fear for the future. Or they see us consumed with the propaganda of prosperity and worldly success, that you can only be happy by accumulating wealth or things or experiences that in no way reflect the kingdom of life and joy and peace that Jesus died to give us. We wrap ourselves up in shiny packages that blend in with the rest of the empty boxes that the world offers. I find myself under conviction that I'm more often shine than substance, more often self-reliant than God-trusting, that I'm more self-centered than God-sourced. I'm an ambassador for the kingdom, after all, and all creation is holding its, their breath, waiting to see what hope looks like so they can become part of that kingdom, too. They've got shiny nonsense all around them. They're looking for more. It makes me think of Fendi Deanna Jones and the Last Crusade. Indy chooses the cup of a carpenter to drink from the fountain of eternal life. I pray I will choose the humble life of Jesus as my package so that others can see and receive life. So back to my memory. My little mama unwrapped my shoebox and gasped. Inside was her floral spread, rolled up into a compact Tootsie Roll shape, ready to be flung over her bed and to be enjoyed the rest of her days. She passed away the following spring. How grateful I am that I persevered, finished the quilt, and gave it to her in a surprise package. Her joy made mine complete. How grateful I am that Jesus came in an unexpected package. I look forward to the day he will be revealed in all his glory when he returns. Anticipation. Anticipation. It's keeping me way yay, yay, <laughs> Father, thank you for the hope we have in Jesus. Thank you for the reality of the life we have in him. I pray we know him more and more and that our lives reflect his life, that people see our good works and glorify you in heaven. Thank you for this time of year when we stop and reflect on the package that Jesus arrived in, that the word put on flesh and tabernacled among us, fully human in every way, in order that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest. I pray, Father, that we live worthy of the calling we have received and that others would come to know you as they see Jesus in us. In his sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Check out the show notes for a link to a picture of my mom's quilt. When she passed away, it returned to me. That Christmas is precious to me and a reminder that the most valuable things often cannot be purchased at any price. I pray God blesses you this Christmas season and that the new year brings you closer to Him and that you experience Him in ever more fruitful ways. I would love to hear from you. Leave a review and a rating. I've not heard anything new since October. Let me know that this content is a blessing to you or not. I'm so grateful that you listen. Without you, I couldn't do what God has created me to do. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Talk and Pray for Life and Business. To learn more about the podcast and to get today's transcript, notes, and other content, go to talkandpray.us slash podcast. Join me every Tuesday for more Talk and Pray. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts and leave a positive review if you'd like to hear more content like this. This Talk and Pray podcast is sponsored by Talk and Pray for Life and Business, faith-based personal development courses and coaching. Music is In the Field by audionautics.com. Look for Talk and Pray on Facebook and Instagram.